Hey, what's going on, everybody? Yeah, it's your main man, Jonah, here. Uh, whew, let me tell you, I am not crying, even though my nose makes it sound like that. Finally getting a little sick, and, you know, you wonder, well, maybe it's because you've been packing your lungs full of organic, flaming hot ash, you know, toxic resin. Definitely could be from that, um, combined with not getting a lot of sleep, been grinding on the house, and uh, almost, almost done with that. Kitchen project, kitchen entryway, um, laundry room, and half bath. It's been a lot, you guys. It's definitely been a lot. And I'm very thankful I did not go up to teach in fifth grade because there, I, that would have been too much to bite off in one summer. Um, I'm also grateful that my wife told me not to take any phys ed classes this year, or at least not this fall, because it is a, such a busy time of year to be a kindergarten teacher and get the kids trained up in September and October. Huge task, uh, but looking forward to it. They come tomorrow, pretty crazy. And I definitely have been smoking, you guys. I'm sorry. Um, what's crazy is, is in preparation, and I smoked actually like, um, probably at like 5 o'clock, so I'm still a little buzzed. It's uh, Tuesday, September 6th at 7.38 p.m., and I just listened to some of my old episodes, and it's like, wow, hey, we're on repeat. <laughs> oh, I'm at a rock bottom. Oh, I feel like I'm at a rock bottom. Let me tell you about this time I was at a rock bottom. Smoking's not helping me. It just goes on and on. Um, my goal, I have a new schedule. You know, I'm the king of schedules. Listen to this, you guys. 4 a.m., dog, shake, and God, i.e. Bible or praying. 4.30, poop. 4.45, train my feet. 5 o'clock, run. And then do a little yoga. 5.30, meditate by uh, being on my knees, squeezing my core. Letting that be part of the meditative process. 6.30, get ready for school. 7 o'clock, leave. 4.15, I'm leaving school. 4.45, I'm shooting my bow. 5.30, having dinner. 6.30, spending time with the wife. 7.30, I'm either podcasting, SMR, or reading. Maybe rotate through those. And then at 8.30, it's time for bed. Um, i actually been sticking with that schedule today. So far, so good. Um, the only problem is I smoked during it, but I also did not meditate this morning. I ended up cooking hash browns for uh, teachers. Potluck breakfast. I don't know what you call that. Potluck, I think is what she said. Yeah, I've been to many potlucks. What am I saying? Uh, in fact, my dish was the only one that was eaten when I went to my mycology professor's house. Uh, we all showed up there and brought a dish to pass. Mine was goose curry. Yes, you heard that right. Um, at the time, I was living with this Indian, and a Sri Lankan, um, and a guy from Kurdistan. And so my exposure to cuisine definitely, you know, improved. And so, anyway, I'm a big hunter, fisherman, for those of you who don't know. And I used to go goose hunting with my buddy. My buddy, a uh, big outdoorsy guy, does a lot of, like, ice climbing, kayaking, rock climbing, uh, whitewater kayaking, pretty cool dude. And <laughs> I shoot some geese, and I turn the breast meat into curry, and it's delicious meat, you guys, really good, very lean. And so it gets all past, I, I don't know, the dishes out there, it's the yellow curry, and it's the only dish at the party, at the potluck, that got completely cleaned up. A girl did come to me, though, during it, and she goes, hey, and she holds out her plate. There's a small little round ball. She goes, I found this uh, in the meat. Is that okay? I said, yep, yep, that's totally fine. Did, did you bite it? She said, no. 
So good, good, because that was a, a shot. A, a shot is what you call the little round, one of many little round balls that are inside of a shotgun shell. So thankfully she didn't bite on it and break her teeth, because she definitely would have. But that's the very long way of saying I didn't meditate today. I haven't meditated in a long time, and uh, my life is reflecting that accordingly. Um, and I've been smoking a lot, and my abilities are reflecting that accordingly. I listened to one episode where I said something like, why am I waiting for other people to do something? Or why am I waiting for the, the there's no magic pixie dust. Like, you just got to go out there and do it. And so here I am, like, yet again, I texted my mentor, who's super overwhelmed right now. You know, she's a mom, taking care of three boys. Husband's a plumber, doesn't really help out around the house too much, it sounds like. And it's the start of a new school year, so she's stroking out. I'm texting her like, hey, I want to I wanna lead one of our whole school, you know, like morning meetings, like when we're all in the gym together. And she, it's called a rally, what am I saying? And so she, she's like, oh, well, I'm not on that committee anymore. Maybe you could reach out to this person. And it's like, hello, you know, the person who's in charge of our rallies literally asked today if anybody else would be willing to help out. So I can just go to her and say, hey, I'm going to lead one on strengthening the immune system because that's pretty important for kids today in our COVID era and not having any masks and going back to normal. So, and it's one more step closer to a public speaking. And so that was the other idea, right? It was like, um, I need to give myself some payoff for this uh, sobering up. So that means chasing the dreams. And it also means sacrificing some dreams, too. Uh, you guys have been having some crazy, crazy Jesus moments. Um, I definitely uh, believe in God. I am a Christian, and I believe that Jesus Christ... I believe in Jesus Christ. I believe that he's the one to follow. Um, I believe that he's like a physical human representation of like the greater positive force that is God, capital G. Um, and I don't know what God is, right? Like, I don't have any idea. Um, I have this idea there's like a positive force and a negative force existing in a plane of, um, I don't know, existence, I guess, or like, yeah, existing in existence. That's fucking crazy. That doesn't make any sense, but, um, anyway, and that they're responsible for like good and evil, right? Like nudging people one way or another, and you have the ability to like, radiate your own energy and, like, contribute to that force or not contribute to it. But the problem is, with this line of thought, is that it becomes very intellectual and it takes you away from uh, what religion and what Jesus Christ does, right? Like, he's um, he's a, a humble guy. And, like, you can't come if you're proud and haughty. Like, you've got to be able to surrender. Like, you got to, like, get, dedicate your life to him. And make him the number one love in your life. Um, and what's crazy is that a uh, faculty member I'd been smoking the dope with, kind of higher up, I've realized that this this person has not been completely honest with me. Um, and that our relationship is not as close as I thought it was. Um, nothing like over the top bad, but just me. Way overexposing myself, I think. And don't get me wrong, I got some crazy dirt on this guy. But um, just getting... I don't want to say getting too close, but, like, it wasn't all it seemed, and, you know, still kind of looking out for themselves, you know, this is what happens when you get into management, 
And so, again, no, no drama. I'm not making a big deal about it. But the point is, being around this person was really good for me, right? Because they had worked in HR before, so they're really good with people. Um, you know, I'm learning some tips and this and that. But you get this idea that you're going to, like, you finally got a role model or you finally got a, you know, somebody. And it's like, everybody's flawed. Like, nobody is perfect. And people follow a leader who is what they are not, right? Like, who embodies the traits and qualities that they themselves, you know, believe are good and valuable. And Jordan Peterson has a whole hierarchy on this stuff. I, can't, I just can't for the life of me remember what he started at. I think he called it the hero, right? Like, the hero's journey. Um, and I need to stop thinking myself, thinking of myself as a leader because my ego and my hubris kind of gets built into that. Um, I did take shrooms in my absence, and uh, I will talk about that experience another time because I won't do it justice tonight. But uh, it was a wild, wild thing. Um, and I will say that uh, on a different night, though not that long after, um, I did feel the power of God, like God was inside me. And so that, and that's like my own, like legitimate, real experience. And, um, you know, I know it to be truth because it actually was in me, right? So, anyway, Ben, I don't know why I'm out of breath. I don't know why I'm struggling here. Um, I think it's just that, that surrender piece, just like finally breaking down and just being like, you know what? I'm going to tell people I'm a Christian. I'm going to be sober. I talked to an older guy, um, and I was like, Oh, hey, are you a believer? He goes, yeah. I said, I'm having trouble surrendering. He's like 54, 55, working man. And he goes, yeah, I had to quit drinking. And I was like, yeah, I got to quit smoking. And like, that's that's surrendering, right? Like, that's putting God in his blessings, right? He blessed me with all these gifts. Putting that before, like, God knows what's good for me, right? He made me. But I keep trying to do stuff that's good for me. And it's not it's not the right stuff. So, all right. I'm going to pause this and get ready for our scripture, okay? All right, yeah, doing uh, beer-battered cod fillets out of the frozen food section. We have those like once every three months. I try to not eat too much fish. And, uh, and baked potatoes. So, anywho, wife's on the way home. Proverbs chapter 24. Do not be envious of evil men, nor desire to be with them, for their minds devise violence, and their lips talk of trouble. By wisdom a house is built, and by understanding it is established, and by knowledge the rooms are filled with all precious and pleasant riches. A wise man is strong, and a man of knowledge increases power, for by wise guidance you will wage war, and in abundance of counselors there is victory. Wisdom is too exalted for a fool. He does not open his mouth in the gate. One who plans to do evil, men will call him a schemer. The devising folly is sin, and the scoffer is an abomination to men. If you are slack in the day of distress, your strength is limited. Deliver those who are being taken away to death, and those who are staggering to slaughter, oh, hold them back. If you say, see, we did not know this, does he not consider it? Who weighs the hearts? And does he not know it who keeps your soul? And will he not render to man according to his work? Um, the excuse of ignorance is not acceptable. Uh, verse 12. 
Verse 13, My son, eat honey, for it is good. Yes, the honey from the comb is sweet to your taste. Know that wisdom is thus for your soul. If you find it, then there will be a future, and your hope will not be cut off. Do not lie in wait, O wicked man, against the dwelling of the righteous. Do not destroy his resting place, for a righteous man fails seven times, then rises again. But the wicked stumble in time of calamity. And it's actually for a righteous man falls seven times and rises again. Do not rejoice when your enemy falls, and do not let your heart be glad when he stumbles, or the Lord will see it and be displeased, and turn his anger away from him. Do not fret because of evildoers or be envious of the wicked, for there will be no future for the evil man. The lamp of the wicked will be put out. My son, fear the Lord and the king. Do not associate with those who are given to change, for their calamity will rise suddenly, and who knows the ruin that comes from both of them. These are also sayings of the wise. To show partiality in judgment is not good. He who says to the wicked, You are righteous, peoples will curse him, nations will abhor him, but to those who rebuke the wicked will be delight, and a good blessing will come upon them. He kisses the lips who gives the right answer. Prepare your work outside and make it ready for yourself in the field. Afterwards, then, build your house. That uh, actually means uh, start a family, uh, to marry and rear a family. Uh, do not be a witness against your neighbor without cause, and do not deceive with your lips. Do not say, Thus I shall do to him as he has done to me. I will render the man according to his work. I passed by the field of the sluggard, and by the vineyard of the man lacking sense, and behold, it was completely overgrown with thistles, and its surface was covered with nettles, and its stone wall was broken down. When I saw, I reflected upon it. I looked and received instruction. A little sleep, a little slumber, a little folding of the hands to rest. Then your poverty will come as a robber, and your want like an armed man. Okay, so, uh, verse 3 by wisdom a house is built, and by understanding it is established. Uh, verse 3, that is talking about an individual or a family or an enterprise and how it needs to be uh, grounded in wisdom. Like, I just have a lot of problems in my life that have come through impatience. Uh, not very good. And I'm not going to be able to... When I wrote all this down, I was more sober, so... I'm a fucking piece of shit, you guys. I'm a piece of shit. A bunch of people have emailed me. I mean, a bunch is a relative term, but, um, you know, three, four. And that's pretty cool, man. And I really appreciate it. And I'm sorry you didn't hear back from me. I'm not somebody to follow. Fucking don't pay attention to me. Um, all the glory goes to Jesus Christ. And God willing, you guys, I'm going to come at you tomorrow sober. Uh, I got students coming in tomorrow. And so uh, I'm just going to use that. Uh, Jesus was, was a shepherd. Fisherman, and he was a carpenter, and he was a teacher. So, lots of love. Remember to find satisfaction in the struggle and peace in the moment. We'll see you next time.